Man, listen, at the end of the day, we got to talk about shit. If you don't talk about the shit, you don't deal with the shit. You got to cope. A lot of us cope negatively, some positively. But you got to talk about it. And talking about it sometimes opens up the window to just get through it and realize you're not the only one. Thou must cope. See, I normally edit that out, but I think I'm going to keep it in that time. I mean, this, shoot, this time. That's me drinking a bottle of water before I start talking. And you would think it was to, like, moisten my mouth and palate, but instead it's just to calm me down. You already know the vibes. Anxious as fuck. (laughs) And it's just me. So what am I even anxious about? I don't know. But I guess I'll just always get this feeling before recording each podcast. So... Mm, I hope I didn't blow you guys' ears out. I'm so sorry. So, let's see. So, we're going to be talking about my personal therapy experience today i just dropped the blog today today is um today is november 21st technically for me it is but i know this podcast won't be posted on today but i just dropped the blog post on my personal experience with therapy but it is only part one there is a part two i'm gonna go ahead and put it all into one podcast so i could go into a little more detail so basically um to browse that is not the correct word what the fuck to sum mm, to sum it up but not kind of say the same exact thing that I said on the blog for those that are coming and listen to the podcast as well my first um session was 70 minutes that was the intake session and so that session was a get to know you session of course it was more getting to know me instead of me getting to know my therapist but she did think it was important for me to know just her 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 approach to therapy and one thing that I can say I really 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 love about this woman is Oh, yes, I can give her the name. So I gave her the name Susie for confidentiality on my blog. So I'm going to keep that going because, you know, we can't be switching it up. Then, you know, it's a lie. But Susie is very good at not giving me advice. And I know that sounds crazy. But one thing that I love about her is she will listen to me. She will ask me questions after listening to me that will help me give myself the advice that I might need so for an example say if um hmm say if I wanted to like jump off of a cliff and go bungee jumping but with no core and I was just telling her how adamant I was about it she would just be like okay so why do you want to do it with no cord? What makes you want to do it with no cord? You know, a lot of people do cords. Just just interested in knowing. I tell her, like, oh, because I just want to feel free, man. It would be good, yada, yada, yada. And then she would just kind of ask, like, okay, 
you know, that's cool. So have you thought about doing it with a cord or are you just like no cord? And I'd be like, no freaking cord, bruh. And she would be like, so what is the outcome or what's the process of doing it with no cord? And then at that moment, I would be like, shit, you just jump. And then she would be like, and the outcome? And I'm like, dang, I might want to do it with a cord because I don't want to die, you know? And so then it'll come to that. And then that was a really terrible example. But that's kind of how she does it. She leads me to it, but she will never be like, hey, you should actually do it with the cord because you don't want to die. Like, that's not her. And so she just brings me to she she brings me to giving myself the advice I need and sometimes it's really easy and sometimes not and then sometimes you know she'll try to bring me there and I'll be like look I know this is not the best decision but I'm okay with that and she'd be as long as you're okay with it that's all that matters and I fuck with her for that I fuck with you Susie but um that's one thing that I love about her another thing is she is, I think I already talked about this, but she's not really for the medicinal thing as far as recommending it unless it's something that y'all both agree on. So she's going to try other things before that. One thing we really talked about was grounding and she gives me homework to do and I'll be doing it. And I hate when people do that, but between I'd be so excited to go to therapy in general like just to go see her and just to do the experience that in the midst I'm just like oh I'm ready to go I'm ready to go I'm ready to go that I forget that I'm supposed to be doing stuff and so um one thing she taught me was grounding and I had a co-worker that tried to kind of teach me a little bit about that but it won't work and she like look it up on YouTube they don't be doing it the way that I need it and um so she taught me how to do it with my five senses and it was to help with my panic attacks at work but she was like, I needed to be doing it daily just so I would get a sense of how to do it. And so it will come easy to me in second nature when I actually needed to use it because it's kind of hard. So it would be like, you know, what am I tasting right now? What am I feeling? What does it feel like? What do I hear? What are these sounds? Who is talking? What are they saying? What do I see? Am I looking at multiple things? Am I focused on seeing anything? And I would need to say these things out loud. And then with the feel, like feeling different textures and everything. And so um, that was one. Then another one that she told me about was doing it in the shower when I'm washing my hair and kind of just being mindful of the smells that I'm smelling, how how the shampoo feels, the textures and everything, still with the senses, but more so with showering and washing my hair. And so that was one thing. And the funny thing is I no longer have panic attacks at work. I don't really know if it was the grounding or just kind of going to therapy itself. Um, she also didn't recommend, but asked me if I ever looked into light therapy, because a girl is getting pale out here. And I was like, dang, I can't stand it, but I don't be going outside. I know I need some light. And she was like, you ever thought about light therapy? You ever looked into that? And she was just kind of like, she ain't ever did it, but she know people do it. So hmm, just throwing it out there. But I was like, not gonna do that. And she's like, cool, you know? And, um, Basically, if she was to ever recommend medicine, it would have to be because I feel as though I cannot get a grasp on my life and she feels as though it might be necessary for me to get that balance before I can just focus on therapy. And I'm okay with that if it takes it, if it like goes there. I just don't like people that's like, oh, mood stabilizer, get on a mood stabilizer. Like, no, I'm not getting on no fucking mood stabilizer unless I need to get on a mood stabilizer. And that's because I just don't want to be dependent on medicine. 
I really don't. And a lot of people that are on medicine and actually need it feel the same way. Like you feel dependent, then you get immune, so you have to switch. And it's just a lot that goes to through it. Goes through it, goes to it. It's just a lot that goes into it. And for all of those that are listening and that are on medicine, big ups to you because you are very strong. Don't let nobody tell you different. Because testing out those different like antidepressants and stuff, it ain't no fucking joke. And you need a hell of a support system to go with you through the way because it get worse before it get better. It really do. And I've I've heard, you know, firsthand. I ain't witnessed it. I ain't going through, it, but I heard. Um, what the hell else? So I had my intake session. My second session was still kind of like my intake. And when I say it was like my intake, I mean like the flow of it. Me just kind of just coming in and just talking. So the way she sets it up is to start, she would just ask me like, okay, like, you know what you got? So it's my free time to just say anything. Like last time I went in there, I was like, man, they talk about Summer Walker. What the hell? That shit's stupid. What about Lauren Hill? Like I was, go- I was going crazy. Had nothing to do with me or whatever. So she gives me that space and then she will open it up for questions. Whether she needs to pull something out of me or she feels like it's something that I need to touch back up on. Or even if like one day I went in there, I was like, I ain't got nothing. Just load me with shit or whatever. So that's how it started. And I was just going through like my life at the moment, just crying and just boohoo, boohoo, boohoo. But then by the next time I came in, it was kind of like, you know, damn, let's let's get a little structure to that. And so I was still talking about those things, but it was more so the whole time was centered around her questions. So we could create just some type of structure instead of it being like, yeah, because when I was in fourth grade and then with 24 and then when I was at 18 and I remember when I was two, it was more so, okay, like you said when you was in fourth grade, this, okay, what happened after that? Do you remember anything like, you know, just to structure it and now with my sessions where we've started my trauma timeline and I talked about that on my blog so I'll just sum that part up as well and with my trauma timeline basically I got to a point where I let her know like I'm tired of being hurt I'm tired I just want to be able to heal and I know healing is not linear and it's not an easy process but I'm tired of being triggered and just having to deal with that shit like I want to be able to know I have a trigger, be triggered, acknowledge that it's happening and move the fuck on, not be triggered and become a victim of circumstance. And now I am a witness to my life and not, damn what I call that thing, a witness and not the subject. Hold on, let me let me look into my blog and see what the hell I said because I be messing up and I got to keep this thing um I got to keep this thing on the same path. I can't be saying one thing. Yes, witnessing out the subject. Yes, I don't want to witness my life anymore. Like for a long time, I felt like I was not in control. I still kind of feel like I ain't in control, but I got a little bit more control. I felt like I was not in control of my life. Like literally, I'm just trying to play space. I'll never get to do I don't ever win no books. I'm just out here throwing, just throwing like hands shitty as hell. And I'm just like, okay, what's next? And the person across from me don't know how to play. And so that's my teammate and don't know how to play. And I'm just out here for real. Like that's how I've been feeling for so long. Like I have no control over my life and I just got to go with the flow. And that right there is being a witness. But now I want to be a subject. And I mean it is in like, this is my life. There are things that go on around me. There are certain factors. 
factors that might change certain things in my life, but it's still my fucking life and I'm owning that shit and I am in control of that shit even when it's out of control. And so I was just letting her know, like, yo, I'm tired of this. I just want to be able to move past it, you know, be able to deal with what's going on and not let that shit control me because everything was becoming so controlling. Like say if I was triggered by the bad weather, every time the sun went down, now my whole life is like, I hate life. I can't do this. Oh my gosh. And it's just like, goodness gracious. Why can't I just acknowledge like, damn, the sun went down and I don't fuck with the dark, but it's okay. Cause the sun will come back up and I'm gonna make it through like that. That's how I wanted to go through our life. And the weather is not my trigger y'all. So that was just an example, but I ain't going to tell y'all all my business just yet, but that was really important to me. And so she told me, she thought I was ready. So we started trauma timeline and basically the purpose of the trauma timeline was one to be able to see what trauma I have experienced and how it has molded me to be the person I am today. And then also to be able to break everything down. Because in order for me to heal, I have to be able to address everything. And there were a lot of times where she would be asking me questions. And I'd be like, you know what? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, she asked me about me um, attempting to commit suicide. And she was like, what made you feel that way? I'm like, girl, I don't know. And I honestly, to this day, don't know. I don't no, but it's like, does something had to happen before that day, or I had to been feeling this way for a long time before that day. Like I, I remember a little bit, but not enough for it to make it that day where I'm like, hell yeah, like this is the day I can't take this shit no more. Like I don't remember, and some of that comes from suppressing a lot. We will begin to forget things because we've tried to forget it, and next thing you know, you will forget. And so um, the trauma timeline will basically help to bring some of those things back to remembrance and some it won't and then just be able to deal with them and address them right where they are. And she said we could go about it multiple ways. Right now, she's been taking the notes as I talk, but she also said we could do like big, um, big white pieces of paper and I can write on them and I can write things or whatever, or she can write things or she said, even if I wanted to do like props and representation things, she said, whatever, it, it, um, whatever helps. And then she also said, it might be times where this might help now. And then now I'm like, okay, no, I need to write. You can't write no more. I got to put this on the board or whatever. But she's been writing. And so we broke it up year by year. So I want to say we started with um, two years old to five. Yeah, I think we started with two years old to five, which was hard because I know some of my memories are not really memories, but more so people have told me or I've seen the pictures, so I feel like, oh, I remember that shit, but I know I don't remember that shit. But we did that. Um, we talked about where I lived at, what color were the carpets, what did the house look like, who was in the house, and just certain memories. And um, then we went from, I want to say, five to six and then six to eight. And I think now we're going eight to 10. And so we're going age by age to break it up. And it's been amazing the things that I've been able to remember. Like my last session, we were doing ages, I want to say six to eight. And I started telling her about my friend Sylvia in what third grade girl if I got a boy whoever purple yellow alien if I got the ages 
um, wrong. I'm sorry. But I was telling her about my friend Sylvia and how Sylvia was Panamanian and she, um, her dad like had a sedan with a Panama flag on the front. And we was at field day and we was very competitive and I don't even think that I won, but I love Sylvia and she had long, dark hair. And that was my freaking friend. And I don't know why I remember that, because anytime I talk about my friends from school and that age, I always talk about Brittany and Raven. I ain't never talked about Sylvia before. And I have no other memory with Sylvia besides that day. But I know Sylvia had to be my dog because I remember that day like yesterday. And I don't even remember Raven or Brittany on that day. And that was fucking field day. And if y'all remember Field Day when y'all was kid, Field Day was serious. You know, like that was some real shit. But I talked about that. I talked about the time my mama took me to school and the soldier was like, oh my gosh, your tires as flat as a pancake. Like certain little things that seem like they have no, they, they seem like they don't matter, but they stick out for a reason. And so, like, of course, at some point it's going to transition and I'll probably start to remember bad things, whether it's bad things I did myself, I witnessed or whatever. And I mean, to an extent, I already remember some bad, like, I addressed my my little sister being born and how I felt and how I hated her. I hated her before she was born because I was the only child and I didn't want to fuck with nobody else. I'm like, nah, she finna come, she finna change shit. But then I fell in love with her once I, I held her. The first time he was still like, eh, fuck this little girl. But then I fell in love with her. And I'm like, oh, this is my sister. And I'm a big sister. And I have to be the best big sisters can be. And um, I talked about the first time that I began to have trust issues. And that was when I was in second or third grade. Because Brittany, my friend Brittany, if you listening, I don't even know what you look like. But if you listening, you know who you are. You know what the fuck you did. And you fucked up for that because you fucked my life up. And ever since then, I've been real just cut motherfuckers off for no reason with these friends because of you. You in third grade. How would you do something like that? What the hell? And so um, I talked about her and how she betrayed me. And I'm not going to tell the story up here because it was just crazy. But long story short, she did some conniving ass shit and lied and had the teachers put me on basically punishment in school. I couldn't go to recess. I couldn't eat lunch with anyone. I had to eat lunch by myself and silently. And I had to walk around the track for recess every day for like a whole week. But it felt like three years. So that shit hurt my feelings. Like I felt like nobody loved me. Nobody believed me like that. That changed my life and it was childhood. Like, and it's crazy because it took us just talking about my friendships and everything and therapy, which seems something so small for me to realize that the beginning of my issues with trust started really early over some bullshit. But ever since then, that experience molded me to treat others differently and to be very um, analytic and just analyze everything like, oh, are you really fuck with me? You just saying you fuck with me. Are you really my friend? You do something behind my back or, oh, yeah, they ain't gonna believe me anyways. Come teachers didn't believe me back when I said that I didn't do that. Like all of these things happen and mold you to be the person you are. And so I'm still doing my trauma timeline. It's going to take months. But I just said that to say, like, the experience has been great. I'm getting to the point where it's about to get really dark. And so my therapist did let me know if there's any any if there's any time where I feel overwhelmed, I can cut my sessions short because I do 50 minute sessions. But she was just like, you know, she doesn't want me to be vulnerable and go out and feel like I let out too much. And now, like, I'm hurting, I guess you can say. 
like an open wound. And so she was like, if it, if you get to the point where you feel like, hey, it's 10 minutes and you're like, this is too much, I got to quit, we can hit the time on it and just go ahead, close you up, do some grounding, and let's come back when you're ready to tell the rest or whatever. And so I see that coming real soon. I see that coming real soon. But overall, I've just loved the experience. I really have um, going to her and just doing therapy has caused my outlook on things to just be different. I still be getting pissed the hell off because people still be trying it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm still flesh. But like, shit is crazy because now when things happen, I just be like, ha, tried it. You fucking tried it. Tried to ruin my day. Like, for instance, one, one day I went to therapy and I could not find my freaking house key. I could not find my house key or my wallet, but I still went to therapy and I just knew when I get back, how the hell am I going to get in this house? And I went in there knowing that it was going to be like that. And I felt bad about it, but I still was having a good day. And when I got back to the house, I was just sitting outside, just like, mm, this is some bullshit, but whatever. Like, I'm just out here now, <laughs> whatever. And I was outside, you know, for like 30 minutes before I finally got in there. I ain't going to tell y'all how I got in, but I did. And... Soon as I got in, I found a damn wallet and the key. And I was like, look at God. But normally I would have been so pissed. I would not have wanted to go to therapy. I would have went in there like I'm having a bad day because I can't find this, what the hell and everything. But I was still happy. Like nothing could take my joy. Then like the time after that, it was raining. And I told her, I was like, you know, I feel great, but I feel like I should feel bad because I just feel off. I want to cry. And I knew it was the season. It was the rain that was doing it, but I still feel great. And I didn't allow it to control me. And like my last session, I had planned to do so many things in the morning. I wanted to get up and do yoga, create a smoothie and all of this. Got up, didn't do the yoga, made the smoothie, smoothie with spoiled milk, what the hell, or whatever. Went to therapy, came back, was cooking, dropped all my fries on the floor. Like it was grease all on the floor. And I'm just like, whoever this is, is trying it today. Whoever got the voodoo doll just poking me, you need to leave me the hell alone. But I'm still going to have a good day, so you're going to have to keep poking. Like, and it just feels good to be able to feel this way because I remember not being able to channel that positive energy. But um, the flip side to it is I'm not used to feeling this way. So it is uncomfortable. Like I was telling my therapist, you know, I've been feeling really good and I don't know if I like feeling this way because something ain't right. I'm not used to shit being good. Like I'm used to being controlled by things and not to say that it's just gone forever and I still won't have things that control me, but it's really been just rewarding. It's been a very rewarding experience. And it wasn't easy getting to this point. It wasn't because my experience before this was shitty. It was real shitty. Keeping it keeping it G. It was terrible. And it took a lot for me to go to this therapist that I'm going to now. Because I knew that finding a therapist is easy, but finding the therapist for you is not easy. And I was just like, I cannot take trying a therapist and it don't go well because I'm in a place where I'm not emotionally stable for that shit. And even when I went to my therapist, I was really not emotionally, I really was not emotionally stable, but God in the universe was just with me at that time because it just, we hit it off, man. I love her. But if it would have went bad, Woo, I probably would have just had to go to the mental health hospital facility. Yeah, because shit wasn't right. Shit was not right. But um, I just said all this to say, 
Try it, y'all. Try it. And it ain't gonna always be easy, but once you get there, it's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it. And I know in the African-American community, we are so against help and going to professionals. Motherfuckers will go to the doctor, though. Motherfuckers will go to the doctor, but... When it comes to mental, oh, hell no, uh-uh, we're not doing that, or whatever, but we just have to normalize it, you know, like, normalize it, it's okay, and it's okay to not be okay, because that has definitely been me for a long time, and just loving yourself, like, going to therapy is self-care, and it's so worth it, because sometimes I go in there, and I don't even be saying shit. I just be talking about dumb stuff. And I just be feeling good that somebody listen. And my friends listen. My friends listen to me talking about dumb shit. But it's just different when my therapist listens. I don't even know what it is. Like, it's that facility, my safe place. Like, somebody can take this the wrong way. But it's like I come to an altar and lay it all down. And I leave and I'm good. But whereas... I could lay everything down with my friends, but it's like, it ain't the altar, though. And, like, that's just how it be, bro. That's just how it be. Like, and I want everybody to experience it. I really do. Um, Try it, guys. Try it. That's all I have for you, man. I might come back with something else, but for today, I'm done. My mouth is getting dry. I'm hungry. I got to go to work. My hair is wet. And I'm out. Fuck this shit.